Ecclesiastes chapter 3 To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose, under heaven. A time to be born, and a time to die. A time to plant, and a time to pluck what is planted. A time to kill, and a time to heal. A time to break down, and a time to build up. A time to weep, and a time to laugh. A time to mourn, and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to gain, and a time to lose. A time to keep, and a time to throw away. A time to tear, and a time to sow. A time to keep silent, and a time to speak. A time to love, and a time to hate. A time of war, and a time of peace. When I watched that video of the murder of George Floyd, I was disgusted. I was absolutely disgusted with the look and the demeanor of that officer as he dug his knee into Mr. Floyd's neck. There were two people that you could hear clearly trying to help get them to stop. And it breaks my heart that all they could do is exactly what they did, is to videotape it. Because we all know that if they had made a move to save that man's life, there would be bullets in their bodies right now. Watching that officer dig in with his shoe into the pavement so that he could get more grip with his knee on Mr. Floyd's neck. And the person you can hear in the video, she says to him, you're enjoying this. You're enjoying this. And as I watched that, you could tell that that was exactly the truth. He was enjoying it. And after you saw the life go out of his body, what appeared to be foam and a stream of urine as he died right there in the street, they stayed on top of him. They knew he wasn't moving. The officer on his back had to have felt that he wasn't breathing. And yet they remained that way. We watched him be flopped on quite aggressively, actually. A gurney and then taken away. They didn't care. They didn't listen and they didn't do anything. And personally, I think it's because of their ego. They didn't want to be wrong that it was his fault that he was in that position to where they had the right to be on top of a man with one standing guard making sure no one interrupts. That they had a right to be on top of him. He was in cuffs. He was in handcuffs. They had already walked him across the street. One officer yanking him up as he willingly sat down on the wall, only asking, what did I do? And as the officer knelt down to yank him up, you could tell that he hurt his arm, but he still walked across that street. We don't know exactly what their excuse is for why they had him pinned to the ground next to the police car and three people were on top of him. And frankly, it doesn't matter. He was no threat to their life. Some police officers have forgotten what the title of being a member of law enforcement actually is. Peace officers. That's what they're supposed to be about. Peace. 
Everything seems to always be turned into some political agenda and every tragedy capitalized on. Not because they care, because they want to get votes. And it's sick. And how the media jumps on the tragedies as well, only fueling the fire. And they're right in there with politics. There shouldn't even be any differentiating anymore. It's clear. If you watch American news, you know exactly what political party each channel supports and what agenda they want to push. And I hope that in tomorrow's day of silence and blackout, people can really reflect on just what creates change. Letting them divide us by color is no longer an option. And while I was reading that Bible verse, I turned the page and kept reading. And in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9, I found this, the value of a friend. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. And if I'm not willing to stand with others who are persecuted, who will be left to stand for me? There's a poem that I've always tried to live by, by Pastor Martin Niemeller. First they came for the communists, and I did not speak out, because I was not a communist. Then they came for the socialist, and I did not speak out, because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionist, and I did not speak out, because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out, because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. And this is something that I have tried to teach my children. Speak, or in this case, a time to be silent. Mr. George Floyd and all of the others who have died by malice intent of a peace officer, they deserve better. And their memory deserves better than more death, more destruction, and more killing. Their memory deserves better. Don't let them win. They will blame all of this on you. And I've seen so many times where it's like, you're watching this, and do you think I'm an idiot? Do people ever think, like when they're watching something, do they really think we're idiots? We're just going to buy in to whatever agenda? Do other people think like me when they see tear gas floating over? And some of them look peaceful. We have a right to protest in this country. We have many rights that they are trying to violate daily. I am not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I refuse to be a party because I don't care what agenda your party has to inflict on us. But I don't want to become a socialistic country with curfews and stay-at-home orders and our constitutional rights being violated and more to come as every shooting, the propaganda starts, every illness, the propaganda starts for a new vaccine that just like 
the qualified immunity. I was reading about last night. I don't claim to understand. I'm not a lawyer. I understand the purpose of qualified immunity and why it is necessary. Otherwise, we would have no peace officers. Even though the title law enforcement has replaced peace officers somewhere along the line and nobody seems to even know why. Pharmaceutical companies have that same coverage by the United States government. But what has ended up happening with both is sickening. Bigger problem is there is no libel that it takes away the accountability of those making safe vaccines. They do not have to answer for what they put in our bodies. And the same applies with qualified immunity on government officials. You say that if they have a malice intent or if they are acting unreasonably and should have known better, basically, that negates the qualified immunity. Yeah, right. I sat here last night and read many, many. And what I came up with was no one gets it. The people that wrote it don't even understand. The Supreme Court, the Circuit Court, no one seems to understand. And it's all up to basic chance of so many civil lawsuits that were thrown out because there wasn't one exactly like it before that could show that this officer or this public official knew better. I call bullshit. And in the case of Mr. Floyd, those officers did not act reasonably and they acted with malice intent. And I don't know who that Emmy is, but to put on there and then release the little bit about the assumption that he had some kind of intoxicant in his blood that caused his death along with the other conditions. You should be fired. Whoever made you put that out should be fired. You clearly didn't have the results of the toxicology report, so you assumed I heard that officer in response to the people that were begging him to let him breathe. That they were killing him as he was laying there saying, I can't breathe. And then to see some government official say, if you can say, I can't breathe, then you're breathing. Really? Really? Go talk to a medical professional and ask them if your idiotic statement that you're going to put up and use as your soapbox, as your excuse for the behavior of those officers, at least do so with some intelligence. Read, ask a doctor, before you go spout your mouth off and make this situation worse. It makes me sick. And it's time that we stop letting government officials divide its citizens. I don't know what the answer is. I'm a white girl from Indiana, and I'm not going to claim to understand the struggles that others face because of the color of their skin. And I'm sorry you live in a world where ignorance and hate abound. But I ask you, the black community, what can I do to help? For tomorrow... My YouTube and my podcast will be a black screen. I don't have a big following. I don't have a huge voice. 
but I am going to be joining tomorrow, Tuesday, June 2nd of 2020, in the blackout that the music industry has started, and I hope that more will as well. It's the least we could do. Rioting, as I heard another YouTuber just say, chaos isn't the answer. Don't let them win. We had an incident here in the town I live in on social media just a couple weeks ago where a couple little girls and a boy decided to ride and chalk the N-word. And they decided to pose in front of that word and smile for the camera. It was outrageous. And it was so wrong. And when people saw that, of course they reacted in anger. And they lashed out. And before the day was over, posts on every social media platform were everywhere. People were outraged, as they should be. But threatening these kids that did that, telling them that they should go die, they should kill themselves, blasting their names, ended up being the more egregious act because you just simply don't tell children to go kill themselves no matter what they did. And you don't blast minors' information all over the internet. So what ended up happening here in my small town? When you have an egregious act that is done, but in response to that egregious act, egregious act, now you've canceled out the accountability of the first one. And I hate that this is what is happening with these riots. The anger and the frustration behind it. And I know that that's why it's happening. People are fed up. They're fed up. I watched a movie called The Hate You Give. It's based off of a book written by Angie Thomas. And the rest of that quote is, The hate you give infants F's everybody. And it really does. And it made me think of what I can do. And it's really simple. Stop teaching our children hate. No matter what color your skin is, we as parents have an obligation to teach our children love. And when you teach them to hate, it F's everybody. So the only way to truly break the cycle is to come together, understand each other, and change ourselves so that we teach our children different. I don't know what that's going to take, but teaching hate is exactly why we are still where we are today. And to the officers out there that are protecting us and keeping the peace, I'm truly sorry for what the actions of some are inflicting on you right now. I know some very good peacekeepers, and this is not fair to them, and they are all not the enemy. I've read many articles in different cities across the United States where officers are joining in against what clearly needs to change. And to those officers, I commend you and I thank you for your service. And it's people like you coming together that will create a bridge between 
I don't like what's happening to you. And it made me tear up seeing you all that did take a knee and walk with protesters. And the way that that diffused those protests was remarkable. And that's exactly what this country needs right now. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for what you do to protect the citizens of your cities. And the actions of some do not define who you are. I encourage you to join tomorrow in a day of silence. Because if we do not start to come together as humans who all bleed red, will there be anyone left to fight for us? The Cold Truth episode between myself, Amelia, and Lainey from Murder at Land Between the Lakes will air on Wednesday, June 3rd, instead of tomorrow. I hope that you all understand why I've decided to do this, and I hope you understand why I had to say this. I don't want to live in a world where I sit around and do nothing and then look around me when there's no one left to fight for me. I don't want to live in a world like that. I know I say it all the time, I may just be one voice, but together, we're a really loud voice. Use your voice for change. We have to support each other. Otherwise, we will all... Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All be destroyed.